You're listening to Thursday Mornings with Alex and Don. T-Mad. Don is a pastor with 38 years experience. And Alex is just as curious as you. We look at the most important and interesting questions about the Bible and Christian faith. So let's talk about it. Pastor Don. <laughs> good morning, Alex. How you doing? Good. 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 It's a wonderful time of year. It is. <laughs> it is. Um, so this one, this episode will be coming out... You know what? Never mind. In the future. In the mm-hmm. future. So if it's before or after Christmas, hope you had a Merry Christmas or hope you're going to. Um, I We've done this, we've said this before. We kind of taped some of them to have some in the bank. Right. You know, especially during this, you know, hectic time. I mean, Don's got not a lot to do being a pastor around Christmas, right? Oh, it's not wow, very man. important, is it? 40-hour job otherwise. Yeah, yeah, not much not going on. Yeah. School programs. No, not much. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So... But this one is going to have a Christian topic, and I found some interesting critiques. Mm. So this is from an agnostic or outsider view of you know, the Christmas story, um, which would be in Luke, I believe. Um, There's some in Matthew, too. Yeah. Oh, this, yeah, specifically, I mean, does Matthew talk about the census, like why everybody's there? Uh, Matthew doesn't talk about the census as much as Luke does. Right. Luke makes the census the primary reason they're going to Bethlehem. Right. Whereas Matthew, we don't, I'm, I'm sure we get to Bethlehem. Okay. Oh, yes, we do. No, we get to the spot with the wise men in chapter four. That's where Matthew takes us? Yeah. Okay. Um, so this one, this, the reason I brought up the census is because there's some um, critics, um, numerous critics. They kind of argue that there was no census even taken that required people to return to their places of birth. So therefore, you know, Luke must have made the whole thing up. And this means this is the gospel, and then by extension, the other three well, um, yeah, can't one, be trusted. One made a mistake, then... Well, actually, the person who required the census, that is his historical fact. Yep. And so that can't be disputed. That's in history. Sorry. Uh, the other piece of it is how they did censuses in the... Uh, old times is by tribe and household. Okay. So I'm not sure that holds water. You'd have to almost say that you'd take our version of family mm-hmm. in the 21st century and you'd have to displace it back to that day and age to say that wasn't the case because they would gather as family systems, tribes for census. I see. Reasons. So I, I guess I wasn't present but i'm not sure that it would be a good critique to say well they didn't do censuses that way right uh they did by households and tribes Mm -hmm. have censuses now i still say probably joseph was close enough to the tribe of david and of course they were very proud of their davidic heritage Mm -hmm. that going to bethlehem may not have been a requirement of the state Okay. As much as it was a requirement of his family system. Okay. That he show up. That's fair. So. I mean, that would be good. What one good way to, you know, weed out anyone who was saying they're from your family is like everyone is here. These are the ones. And everyone else, that's not true. Right. Except for maybe you, you know, name some people who couldn't right. make it or something like that. And, and when you talk about the line of David, 
Right. That would be one huge line by the yeah. time you get to zero yeah. century. I mean, turn that, that yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So, so maybe there wasn't any requirement to be there, but, or as, you know, be there at your birthplace. Um, and it could have been Joseph's birth, birthplace because he was already um, male and, and industrious. And so he would have been looking for his work and his worth might have taken him to Nazareth to do the work he did. And that's where they ended up, finding Mary and so forth. But it could have been that his mom and dad still lived in Bethlehem. Hmm. We don't have that in the text. But we do know he was the line, of, line and lineage of David. And he belonged to the house and line of David. Yep, right there. So he went to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him. There you go. If you, uh, if anybody wants to learn more about it, um, there's a, let me see, a guy named Drew Cobert. No, hmm. anything. Okay. Um, but he 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 kind of pushes back on this critique, saying that, you know, he wasn't. Luke wasn't taking like liberties with this. He wasn't just doing it to get to the birthplace. You know, there's, there's a lot of good evidence of it that they did require people to gather in a certain place. Because basically what's what. Uh, so you're saying like Luke was trying to. Make it a reason why they were going to Bethlehem. And come up with some kind of reason why there would be no place for Jesus to stay or right. for Mary to give birth. There wasn't so room. He, right. So he made this all up. So you have to have a chaotic place. You have to have, you know, tons of people there and nowhere to stay. And so he made this thing up. It's like, well, if the census was going on at the time, which we know for sure. Right. But the only piece is that, oh, they didn't require you to go back to your birthplace. So then just really all you're doing is critiquing that, like, why are they going to this one city where there's chaos? And that's, but this guy has a book, yeah. Drew Covert has a, as a, Tent Making yeah. Christianity is the book, I guess. And he goes into it because they found some stuff in Egypt that puts a new perspective on all of it. And interesting. Yeah. So I didn't read the book. I just read kind of the synopsis of it. And it's kind of cool. Well, I think I should get it. I yeah. It's pretty it neat. Out. It's good apologetic stuff, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, it is. And there, it just it's so nice that biblical archaeology is achieving for us a, a new standing for our faith in the Bible, as it's written. And of course, uh, studying Luke, he's, a, he's adamant about details. And he includes details that we don't get often from other writers because uh, he, he was a knowledgeable man, educated. And so he looked for the details. And we have, I mean, mm. just the detail in Acts, where if you notice the pronouns, they change when Luke is actually present yeah in the story so yeah that's always been fascinating yeah he's a, a stickler for detail so for him to just put this together as a synopsis that sort of informs the text no i don't think that's that's not luke okay that's good i like that yeah um what do you know about the uh star there was one in fact there's quite a few up there <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. just go out on a night yeah. in iowa you know clear night in iowa. yeah there's stars I know. Even to I'm this talking day. about the star that they follow. The star. Likely it was uh, some kind of asteroid or 
something like that that happened in that time. Actually, there is a constellation that happens every so many years that it could also be tied to. Interesting. Yeah, I know. I've heard a lot of speculation about all the different things, and a lot of them are kind of interesting. One of them is like a uh, supernova that happens where because something, if it's close enough, I think is what it said, you know, if, if this star that is exploding is close enough, it would actually get like brighter and, you know, shimmer a lot more because of the radiation it puts mm -hmm. off. Not a huge amount. So like you're not going to see it bigger, but it's a noticeable thing. Well, but in that day and time, they were discerning stars. Oh, yeah. Astrology was a big, big science at that time. Mm -hmm. And so any glimmer that was more than usual, they'd make note of. Yeah. Because they they had a whole school of how do you do this? How yeah. do you watch? And what do you watch for? Okay. So much different than I'm used to. Mm -hmm. I, I'm usually asleep by the time the scars, stars are out. So. Can, can I take you on a slight Alex's conspiracy tangent? Those are fun. Let's do that. These, these are fun. I think these are fun. So, you know, they talk about how all the temples and stuff, all the pyramids and everything, and, you know, you got Stonehenge, it's aligned to this thing so it can predict the summer solstice, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, what if they're just making these big things so that, like, they could get out of the bugs? Like, what if they just didn't want to be in the sun and they didn't want bugs on them? So they made these big things so they don't have to be there. Like, have you seen all the temples that are like, oh, these three mm -hmm. are like the exact same there's three pyramids right all in a line and it's like the same pattern as Orion's belt. And it's like, what if they just like didn't get it straight? <laughs> <laughs> like what well, if they stranger just things have happened, get it know? perfectly. Straight. We're trying to put a meaning to why this happened yeah. like this. And yeah. there's a barn that sits on a, a road that I drive by all the time and it does not sit straight with uh -huh. the road. Yeah. And I think it's just cause of the hill, the break in the hill, it starts there and they just, line the barn up with the break in the hill yeah rather than make it line up with the road i mean why not it works for us makes sense and i it's possibly any of those cultures well this is what works for us yeah what well, isn't that they're like uh what's that like uh quote but um it's something like would you would, the simplest solution the simplest answer is usually the best mm -hmm. yeah yeah i don't think there's a lot of it but We've talked about that before. I think we might have lost some good knowledge. There might have been a brighter civilization at one point in time that kind of got lost. Mm -hmm. Who knows? There's some indication that there was uh, a brighter civilization before us. Mm -hmm. And then we as human beings think we're always making civilization better than it we was we're awesome. the generation before. <laughs> and I think maybe we're deluding ourselves just yeah. a little bit because while certain things are improving... There are other things that we're losing, and, yeah. and so it's sort of a toss-up. Mm -hmm. Are we? Yeah, we we drive a better car than a Model T, right? Yes, we do. Than my grandparents drove, and, and my great grandparents drove, and so uh, that's nice. Wait, are you saying that there's cars better than a Model T? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry, Henry was wrong. Okay, <laughs> but uh, I think maybe in this culture, with so many time-saving devices, mm -hmm. that we're maybe losing some time oh yeah quality time with family oh, yeah. and friends and the lord and yeah mm -hmm. so what do we save all the time for we might as well be cooking with wood and yeah okay anyway 
That's where exactly. I was heading after your delusion. No, 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 no. I was headed good. down that no, rabbit fun. trail. That was Don's rabbit trail. I like, I like digging into some of those things, like, you know, lost history stuff. It's fun. And, you know, you kind of have to, at the end of the day, look at it and be a little skeptical of where they're drawing some conclusions. But, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, neat stuff, especially even in America, where they're starting to reconsider how how actually old are some of these things. And mm-hmm. what are you? Cultures were here before us. Yeah, mm-hmm. and what cultures were here way before somebody else. And yeah, the native species of today, you know, like native wildflowers and stuff like that. A lot of those things were grown here. You know, we keep changing mm-hmm. all that stuff as we go. So a thousand years ago, it's probably not even anywhere close. But you've got some guy sitting in a lab looking at the details and saying, well, this must be how it was because yeah. this supports this and this supports that and that supports that over yeah. there. And, and, uh, some people make their living that way. Yeah. And and some of us just have a hard time dealing with the here and now. Oh, yeah. So yeah. we don't make speculations. Mm-hmm. But, just but get, it's fun. Just get me through the lunch hour, you know? Yeah. You know? It's fun sometimes, though. Um, okay. So a Christmas uh, question. You got gold, frankincense, and myrrh, right? Mm-hmm. You got to give one to me as a present, one to your wife as a present, and then one of them you're going to raffle off at church. What are you choosing? I give my wife the gold. Oh, come on. Yeah. I know she'll use it well. <laughs> and then uh, the You don't think I will? I think I'd raffle the myrrh is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. What is myrrh again? I don't even remember. Well, it's sort of a it's a spice used for uh uh mainly to uh in not into uh embalm. Oh. So it's a well no frankincense was the like fragrance of the, the fragrance, day. yeah. Yeah. The fragrance du jour. Um, but I, I, I guess I thought myrrh was that as well. But Well, frankincense has more of a aroma right. than myrrh does. Okay. But myrrh is a substance used for, for, embalming. for embalming. Well, why would you bring baby Jesus then? Well, I think probably the three gifts resonate with what he's going to be going through. Oh, I see. And so the gold they need for their flight to Egypt. I mean, they knew that were. I mean, God knew they needed that, and that's in Matthew's gospel. And uh, the frankincense then would be that sweet perfume that they could barter, but they could also enjoy. Mm-hmm. And the myrrh was coming in the future, knowing that that would probably we know the cross was there. Interesting. So, in one way or another, the three gifts reflect the life of Jesus. Hmm. I don't know if I've ever even thought about that. I thought it was just like that was from each one of those people's that was their best export. And and then we go back to that other thing, you know, simplest answers probably I mean it was probably what the three guys brought. Yeah. I mean, we think there were three guys because there was three gifts. There could right. be 12 guys and they brought three gifts. Yeah, it could be. But uh the the fact that it, those three gifts are mentioned by Matthew specifically. Okay. Then you think, okay, what's the what's the reason behind that? Hmm. And so even speculating you can project that flight to egypt you know his life fragrance and and then that that uh need to realize the cross is in his future yeah and uh, the burial would be part of that so that's done putting that on the text that's right. not the text itself that's yeah done putting that and projecting that onto the text uh even so i think it what it points to me is the fact there are no small details in God's eternal plan. Yeah. 
he, he's got this, guys. We, we need to celebrate every Sunday morning, every day of the week, that even if we're in the darkest and hardest hours of our life, if we're living it in Christ, God's got this. Yep. God's got this. Truth. And he'll see us through. Yeah. So even though we see that he may have exposed the fact that there's the cross in the future with these gifts, uh, that's a projection back. Mm-hmm. Jesus probably didn't play with it in his toy set. Right. Uh, but it probably, you know, when Mary ponders all these things in her heart in Luke chapter 2, and we think about that then as she's at the cross with her son Jesus, uh, she'd probably think, oh, that's right. I've got the myrrh back home in the cupboard. Yeah. And that's a Don projection onto scripture. It's not oh, yeah. in the text itself, but she could look at all those details and look back and say, you know, I serve a holy God. Mm-hmm. I am his servant. Yeah. And all these details he had in, in the place, in place. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it just kind of shows me, you know, that every time, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, the Bible read, you know, kind of boring. But then if you, study especially with you know people who different aspects or different um um what am i trying to say different views they're interpreting it a little different and life experiences yeah often brings about those different views right you find some things that are actually kind of fascinating like Mm -hmm. why these three things what is that supposed to mean right you know he could have just said gifts right but no it's these three things yeah Yeah. for a reason Mm -hmm. all right that's good for this episode. Okay. Will you pray us out? I can do that. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the season that we're living in. We thank you for all the parties and all the great food. Oh, yes, Lord. And we thank you for friends and family to share. Now, Heavenly Father, don't let us lose sight of the very reason for this season, your Son, Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. Amen. Everyone, thanks for joining us. We will see you next week. Lord willing. Bye. Thanks again for joining us for this week's episode. We are both having a ton of fun making these videos and episodes. And if you're having fun too, please tell a friend about this and help us to grow this mission. Thank you and God bless.